You alone are a groupie and you enjoy your run Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be So welcome to the world that fun they run community If you're 17, 25, push it in Hello and welcome to the What the Fartlek podcast. You're probably wondering why Rob now sounds like a woman with a Barnsley accent. Um, that's because the women have taken over this week. It's International Women's Day uh, this week. So we, as we did last year, we decided we were going to take over this episode. So my co-host today is Lou. Now, I never get to see Lou. How are you doing? I'm really good. I love your accent so much. I wish you would read me a bedtime story, honestly. That could be it, Emma's bedtime story. New segment on the podcast. (gasps) New podcast. Should we just do a new one? And this whole hour and a half can be us selling the new podcast. (laughs) That's it then. Well, uh, forget (laughs) it. Emma, you have a lovely voice. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Lou. Uh, what's the order of the show so today? Anyway, I suppose uh, we've got a job to do. We best stick to it. Yes, uh, we have indeed. Let me find my piece of paper. And if you are on a long run, enjoy. You are going to have some fun with us. So, order of the episode is: How's your week? Then we've got a cheeky would you rather. Then we've got a round table full of women. Wonderful. Park fun chat, roll call, and thank yous. I think that's it. I don't think I've missed anything off, hopefully. No, that's it. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, it was quite professional, so wasn't it? Well, we've got to start, you know, start, put, set the, uh, set, set it high and then uh, probably go downhill from there. We'll see. Not at all. If you're looking for a professional podcast, then follow Bedtime Story with Emma. Hashtag. <laughs> Last time, last that won't happen again. It won't be the same jokes. I'm sorry, everyone. Carry on, Emma. Uh, yes, I suppose it's how's your week? How's your week been, Lou? Uh, oh, it was my birthday this week, second uh, of March. Put it in your calendars. Oh. oh yeah, I had my birthday. I was actually very ill on my birthday. Won't go into details, but I had a stomach bug, and uh, I'll leave that image with you. Um, so yeah, pushed my birthday to the next day, went to the zoo and had some cheese, had some wine, had a good time. That sounds good. I love going to the zoo. Uh, it's a good day out. <laughs> it actually is. I go every year for my birthday. I love it. And I'm a member. It's a little secret bit of information about me. You might not have known. Um, but running wise, because <laughs> that's usually what they talk about, isn't it? Not that we're going to make this whole episode how it usually is. Um, I'm actually restarting Couch to 5K for the third time since becoming a mother. And I am on the final week. So I've done my 25 minute run today, um, which was okay. I was sweated a lot. And that's it. I'm trying to run two or three times a week at the minute and do a workout if I can, but obviously fitting it around everything else in life, which is all right. How about you, Emma? I feel like I just said a lot of information then, and you were silent for a second and I panicked. (laughs) No, that's fab. Um, It's great that you're nearly graduating from Couch to 5K. 
Uh, yeah, I just don't know how you juggle it all with having Freddie and everything. But yeah, uh, I don't even have that excuse. And I've I've been out for, I've done one run this week and then I've been to park run. Um, but I've started working shifts and I just can't get my body clock around the night shifts. Just the next day, I, I just feel horrendous and I just the thought of running feeling like that is just not happening I'm hoping that I'll get used to it and I'll get into a bit of a routine but uh, yeah this week was just a bit of a bit of a write-off I've either been asleep or at work um so yeah not very exciting I'm afraid but I think that's okay so I don't know if you're the same but sometimes you know like when it snows or it's a bit too cold or I can't run I think oh it's been a week I'm gonna lose it all but it's like chill, like have have some time off. Running will still be here. Like it's not our job, it's our hobby. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's that's something I try and say to Ben sometimes. It's like, you know, we're not profe- we're not professional athletes, like we have real lives and we have jobs and like if you miss a run or you you just you know you change your goals it just doesn't it's not the end of the world like we're, we're supposed to do it because we enjoy it not because it's like a, a chore and something that you've just got to tick off in your, your week so yeah it's not so the end of the world I'm on annual leave next week yeah so you'll yeah. do loads then and I think sorry interrupting I'll calm down in a second <laughs> is that uh, I've stopped running twice where I've been like I've been like I'm not enjoying it I'm stopping and then I've restarted couch 5k two times each time I've been putting too much pressure on the runs you know like I have to do it I have to get quicker so third time around I'm making such a conscious effort even in couch to 5k run so you could still do a sentence run only when you enjoy it or you want to and I think honestly couch to 5k is eight weeks I've already taken double that because it's uh, pushing that pressure away from me as much as I can to remember to enjoy it it's so hard yeah, I mean that's good. I mean at least you've enjoyed it this time, and you you're uh, getting to the end of it rather than just enduring it and thinking, you know what, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to sack it off. Mm. Defo. Anything else from your week before I go on to a fiery? Would you rather? Uh, no, no, I'm afraid not. No, not very exciting. Let's see what let's see what you would you rather is. Please tell me it's not the one that uh, we don't want to answer. No, and I don't think I don't even think we've told Sam this yet. Um, right, let's just go on. So I I didn't obviously that was nearly an error. SMJ, my uncle, asked everyone earlier um, to send some would you rather's. That one got sent in. I'm not going to lie, um, but that's fine. I. He gave short notice. Um, so we got one from at 70 Neil P and we're refusing to answer this. He said, would you rather snog, marry or S-H-A-G, Rob and Matt? I mean, Neil. Neil, Neil. Why? Neil. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not gonna, we're just not going to entertain that question. You know what, I want to happen. I thank you for writing it to my uncle, but I want you to answer that question. And I want there to be a snog, marry, S-H-A-G, or avoid, Rob, Matt, 
Jack and Ben and you have to send it to the podcast and we'll give your answer or Rob will give your answer next week don't you think that's good <laughs> yeah I think that should be his punishment for sending that in yeah and if that's a great idea like everyone should comment on any Instagram post we ever post like hashtag Neil where's your answer <laughs> wait is this bullying maybe not that far don't do that <laughs> Shame but yeah, you. I um, want to know yours, Neil. That's all. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, it's me. So, I'm what, why is she silent? Yeah. Uh, would you rather? So, I've come up with this one. It's kind of on trend, inside joke. I look like someone uh, from The Last of Us. Don't know if you've seen it or not. Um, I want to know, Emma, would you rather, if there was a zombie apocalypse, would you rather be a zombie? Or be a survivor, like as in you're running away, not just you've survived it all. Um, definitely survivor because I love horror films. Um, I loved Walking Dead until it just went on too long and became rubbish. And I'm loving The Last of Us. Great work, Lou. Um, you're brilliant in The Last of Us. Thank I you. you. I hope practice. I get an award for it. Really, I'm great acting. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'd like to think I've picked up some survival tips and that maybe I will survive longer than five minutes in a zombie apocalypse. Um, so I think I'd give it a go. And then I suppose you get to do both. If you uh, get bitten, then you get to try being a zombie as well. So, yeah, we I'm going are for actual opposite. Survivor. I, yeah, I feel like if anyone could, I, my money would be on you and Ben as well, like as a duo. But I can guarantee right now, if there's a zombie outbreak, even if it is in Ipswich, and I found out about it here in Milton Keynes, I would drive to Ipswich, get bitten, and just be a zombie. I do not want to be chased. I do not want to be scared. And I do not want to eat cold baked beans. So bite me up and let me be on the attack. <laughs> like it uh, so, uh, uh, oh yeah okay then you'd rather just go for it and be a zombie yeah there would be no like question it would be like okay where's it switch let me put it in the sat nav i'm off where's the zombie at <laughs> okay i cannot it's making me sweat even the thought of it happening well, well hopefully i'll not meet you on the wrong end of a zombie apocalypse then that would be that would be awful but yeah uh, it would. But uh, if The Last of Us is anything to go off, I will survive so far and I'll be OK. Um, but that is my. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my would you rather. So if we are following the schedule and not promoting our new podcast about bedtime stories, <laughs> I think it's yeah. time to head to the round table. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the round table and see who we're going to be catching up with today. JP, add in some swoosh noises. Instead of our usual interview this week, we've got a round table with the ladies. Uh, so first up, we've got Return of the Sam. Return of the Sam. It's Sam Hitchmore. How are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Emma. What a lovely introduction. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> back again. Um, yeah, it's, uh, everything's OK at the moment. Um Looking forward to be back and to chatting to you lovely ladies and answering some questions from the What The Fartlet family. 
fab. And next up, we've got the soon-to-be Mrs. JP. We've got Polly Charlton. How are you doing, Polly? I'm very well, thank you. Excited for my first ever roundtable with you lovely lot. A little bit nervous, but I'm sure you'll ease me in gently. <laughs> we'll try. Uh, and we've also got the uh, soon-to-be Mrs. Grace. Weddings all around. Uh, it's one of the OGs, Arjun. Hi, yeah, all good here. Did anybody else bop along, by the way, when Emma was singing Return of the Sound? Because I was proper bopping along to that. That was great. Top Um, of the world. (laughs) I was proper like jigging away here on my own. Um, Yeah, no, all good. Thank you for having me back. Can't wait to chat to you ladies. Oh, fab. And of course, we've got Lou, who is going to be asking us some questions today that's been put forward by the Fat Lake family. Yeah, I'm still here, haven't been cut, and who knew Emma could sing so beautifully? (laughs) Wow. What a soft, soulful voice. And being surrounded by all these ladies, I'm glad SMJ isn't here. Uh, Yeah, I've got some questions. So we asked everyone to send some in, um, and we were bombarded. There were hundreds, so we have selected six. (laughs) I've had to put one in myself. (laughs) Um, so sh- I'll just go straight in. This first question I'm going to ask all of you, and this is from at Twenty Stone Plus Runner. It's a very serious question, so sorry to start it off so um, serious. Who had slash has the better moustache, Matt or Rob? Ooh. Let's take it straight to Polly. Oh, hands down, it's got to be Matt. All the way. Absolutely. Sorry, Rob, but definitely Matt. And if you had to describe Matt's in one word, what would you say? <laughs> Bushed Lustrous. Is that, is that even a word? No, what's the right word? I don't even know. What did you say? Lustrous. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said busterous. I was going to say, <laughs> busterous a word. <laughs> oh, well. I want to touch it. And um, okay, Jodie, how about you? Who's who's his best? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm ready for such a deep question to start this roundtable, but I'll I'll do my best. It's got it's got to be Matt. It's got to be. It's just full and I'm trying to think what word Paul was trying to say and trying to replace that. But it's um, I want to say voluptuous, but that again is the wrong word. Isn't it? You don't describe your moustache as voluptuous. But yeah. It, it's got it's got to be Matt. Sorry, Rob. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's. Um, I'll save Sam till last. Let's go, Emma. What do you think? Well, it's got to be Matt. I mean, uh, yeah. It, it just that was a proper moustache. Yeah, rugged. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. And what? Um, before we go to Sam, if you had to describe Rob's in one word, what would you use? Uh, <laughs> Puberty. <laughs> I feel um, like he's editing this. Are we not just going to get cut? Okay, let's go, Sam. Come on, Rob or Matt? What are oh, you picking? It's got to be Matt. And as much as <gasps> as much as Rob's not going to be very happy with me, it's definitely Matt. Um, he's just a very hurry, tiny man. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, and actually, are we complimenting a lot? Like, because he is actually just quite hairy, isn't he, Matthew? Yeah. He is. I mean, I had to wax him when we did the um, raffle, and I can I can confirm, ladies, he is very hairy. <laughs> oh God, where are we talking about? Where did you wax? <laughs> It was um, when we did the live raffle for Make-A-Wish with JP, Rob and No, Matt no, and I mean, like, yeah, where on his body? body? Oh, oh where? Sorry. Um, I got to wax his stomach. Um, the kids got to wax his armpits. But I got quite up close and he was very hurry. Oh, God. It's true. <laughs> oh, Matthew. Um, right, OK. Next question. So that was what? 4-0. Sorry, Rob. I didn't answer, but I always like to stick up for the little fella. So I'll go Matthew too. Oh my God. She's had an afternoon coffee. Don't hold me back. Uh, then we've got next question is from Amy Likes to Run. This one, only one person can answer. Did you and Ben meet at Park Run? Emma, let's go to you. Did you? If not, how did you? Oh, I, you know what? It would have been really cute if we'd met at Parkrun and then been like Parkrun obsessed together. Um, but we actually met during COVID, so there was no Parkruns at the time. We met on online dating, which you can't knock it really. I mean, I know there's a lot of horror stories and pitfalls of online dating, but that's how me and Ben met and now we're part run buddies for life and getting married so uh Aww. yeah don't, don't knock it so you've tried it Aww. you're definitely a good advert for online dating emma yeah yeah i mean my, that's how like my brother met his wife and you know yeah that's so cute um sorry what was the first line who messaged first and what did it say apparently i messaged him first um I, I mean, Ben's got a really good memory and mine's terrible. So I can't remember what I said. It was probably something really lame, like, hi, how's your day going? I don't know. <laughs> oh, so cringe. Like, yeah. But Ben says he, says he was just like, I can't believe she's actually messaged me, which is Aww. really cute. Aww, so cute. Ben is the cutest. Um, right, OK, sorry. I was just in that love film just then <laughs> um, next question that's what we'll do and I'm gonna give this one to our yeah. uh, this is from Claire has sent this and she has asked what is your proudest well she said what's your proudest running moment but uh, I've decided to take out the running word <laughs> just <laughs> ask you what your proudest moment is sorry Claire please send any negative feedback somewhere else thank no. you thank <laughs> That's fine. I, I can I can give birth because it's quite easy. I've not actually got that many um, proud running moments because <laughs> I barely run these days. But in my very short running career, if we want to call it that, um, my proudest running moment is going to be my first marathon. It was my I've only I've done two, but it was the slowest of the two. But it was I did it for my dad, so it was amazing. It meant everything. So that's definitely my proudest running moment. And my proudest moment in general in life is going to be just getting through the... I'm allowed to swear, on I, before I drop the, Please the do. swear word? Yes, OK. Um, just 
getting through the cancer shit show, basically. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say anymore because I don't end up crying, but that's definitely my my proudest moment is just overcoming everything that I've overcome in the last sort of 18 months. Yeah. No, and amazing. I think we should do literally five seconds of just clapping. <laughs> I thought that would be more effective. Sorry, it sounded like Aww. seal clapping. Um, <laughs> so we're very proud of you, Joe. We love you Aww. a lot. Thank you, darling. Um, so next oh sorry I sat back then like who's speaking next and I've got to ask the question um next question this is from healthy slaters run uh it's quite a long message so I'll read it all uh I would really love to know about how the women feel about safety when running since the catcalling harassment incident on Christmas Eve my confidence has been really knocked especially around running in the dark I've resorted to running many laps of well-lit, well-populated 1K loops for miles. Oh, man. And miles in, uh, if it's dark. Oh, well, let's, uh, Polly, what do you think? What have you got to say about this? Um, I, I find I, I quite enjoy running on my own. Um, I don't like running with other people in a group. Obviously, you do feel safer in a group situation um but i used to run sort of early mornings and late evenings with work and things like that but i've sort of gone a bit do i go out now is it a little bit too dark shall i put a light on what if somebody's around that next corner you've always got that sort of thought in the back of your mind of what if somebody's walking towards you and you shouldn't, you know, you, you as a woman, you shouldn't have to fear that there's a man walking towards me, shall I cross over the road? Um, but me and John, JP to you lot, um, we've had this conversation and he said that from a male perspective, you know, he finds it difficult going out running because he crosses the street if he sees a, a female on their own and you shouldn't have to male or female, do you know what I mean? We should be able to go out and exercise at any time of the day, night, whatever, and feel safe. But there are those people out there that do make it uncomfortable for you. And it's almost a bit like some some men, I'm not saying all men, absolutely not, um, some men do feel they have a right to shout things at women, follow women, and it, it's it's not fair that we should be afraid to go out, personally. I just think it's awful. And it, it has knocked quite a lot of women that I know. And I feel like, you know, we should be able to take a stand and sort of say, screw you and I'm going out when I want to. But we almost can't or don't. Don't know what the right word is, but if you'll know what I you'll know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, we know. Yeah. Definitely. And I think you you actually put that really well. I worded it so much better than I would have. Uh, I am going to come around actually and ask a couple of points from all of you. But I was talking to Emma at the start and I said, oh, sometimes I'll, well, actually every time I say to Edward, I'm going out, I'll be back in 30 minutes. Almost like a, if I'm not, like, I don't know, what point to start worrying. But then I thought, no, I cannot tell people, let someone know when you're going out for a run. Like that's, totally taking someone's freedom away isn't it and a horrible thought but um uh, Sam what have you got to add I just 
echoing really what Paul said, I just find it extremely frustrating as a runner that I have to check the time of the day, look outside if it's well lit, if it's dark, if it's light, try and find a route that I can feel safe to run along because, God forbid, something might happen to me. And it's ridiculous that I have to have that mindset before I've even put my shoes on to leave the door. And it's just frustrating. I feel so sorry for Sam, the fact that she's had to message that query in because of what happened to her and that that has impacted her running from from now onwards. Doing laps of an estate is boring as hell. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it is. Who, how, how that can be enjoyment for anybody is beyond me. And the fact that she's had to resort to that and other people in the community have to do that also, it's just not right. We should be able to leave the house and enjoy ourselves out on a run for fear that we're not going to get catcalled, we're not going to get harassed, and God forbid we're not going to get attacked. But unfortunately, we keep seeing these instances happen all the time. And like Paul said, like, you know, when's enough enough? Unfortunately, there's been fatalities over the years of female runners being, unfortunately, attacked and and murdered. And it's just, it's not right. We should be able to leave the house and go on a run and be able to know that we're going to return safely. And I just don't understand why that, why, why a, a, a minority yeah. of unfortunates think that that we can't do that I just I, it just boggles me I don't understand and I don't think I ever will um it's so in regards to my own running I've recently well we moved house last year so to be honest I'm still getting a scope of the area and my new surroundings but I even find myself when I'm running I'm running only certain areas during a certain time of day because if it's well lit or not. But again, I shouldn't have to be doing that. I should be able to go whenever I feel like it. It's just, unfortunately, at the moment, we can't. I think as well, being being a runner and being able to get out and enjoy those runs, it, it was it's nice to be able to freely run, not have to think where do I need to run that I feel safe? Just to be able to go out your front door and just run for the sake of running, turn right, turn left, go across fields, do what you want when you want, not having to sit and plan a route, knowing that if I go here, there'll be people around, so I'll feel safe. If I go here, it's well lit, so I'll be safe. We shouldn't have to think like that before we leave our front door at any time day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, precisely. I mean, you can't even go and explore new routes now because you have to you have to research them or plot it. Yeah, you have to plot you you have to find your route or plot it. Like I'll get Rob to plot me a route just so I know obviously the distance I'm covering. But if it's safe, where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in going out and just exploring the world and enjoying your run? It's not. It just completely takes the enjoyment out of it. Massively. No, completely agree. And it's such a huge subject. I mean, I don't want our only this to be what we talk about, but because we have every year, but we have to and we have yeah. to cover it. It has to sometimes you have to sit through uncomfortable situations and hear horrible things that women have to do and think about just to be able to run for their enjoyment or their 
mental health or their happiness but so I will I'll come to you um Emma and Jodie and ask your thoughts on it all um so Emma what, what about you any safety tips or what do you do or anything to add I mean I don't I don't like the fact that we have to think about having safety tips to go for a run um you, you can only do what you can do and make sure somebody knows where you're running and when and personally if I'm on my own I tend to just run in daylight um it's rare now that I run in the dark on my own if I do I stick to main roads and whatever but I think the the main thing is because like in some situation it's where somebody's shouting at you while you're running and whatever and you you just can't let them win and you can't let them kind of steal your love of running and your freedom um so obviously be as safe as you can be but don't please don't let it stop you from going out running and some people don't like running with company I mean I quite like putting my headphones in going for a run but um, if it is getting to the point where you're just having to run loops then maybe think about joining a club or just putting out a bit of a call onto like one of your local running pages and see if anybody's got like similar goals to you and who might be able to run at similar times with you and that might be able to open up new new routes and new options opportunities and get your confidence back a bit yeah. well so no definitely thank you yeah and definitely it's not safety tips hey come to us for safety tips that's, <laughs> that's definitely worded wrong uh, it's just what do you guys do but um I like that thank you and Jodie yeah I mean like you ladies have just summed it up perfectly there and I think it's this catch 22 isn't it I think Paul touched on it about for some people they love running in groups and chatting and stuff but some people like running solo and I like running solo I don't like running in groups I don't like talking when I run because I need um, <laughs> all my oxygen in my lungs to breathe so I, I don't like talking when I run but running solo doesn't feel safe to me like we've got a treadmill recently and I'm happy just going on the treadmill in the dining room because it's it's safe and I feel safe and the when I do go out I will make sure it's um, it's light I will not go out in the dark whether it's morning or night and I run up and up and down our road because I don't feel safe going out and exploring which is sad really because I would love to do that I love I'm an outdoorsy person I love being out outdoors but I can't when I'm running in let if I'm on my own I can't that's yeah I'm not able to do that I've got to think about my safety and it's it's the sad reality unfortunately yeah. agreed Agreed. Thank you. Right, let's. I'm going to take us to another question now, and I am going to move on. This question's from me. Like I said, we were flooded by questions. Like they're still coming in now. The notifications. My battery was running out within five minutes. But I thought, no, I'm going to ask the question instead of those thousands. Um, so we've got to come to you, Sam, and I want to know who inspires you. Ooh. That's an interesting question. Um, who inspires me? Um, it's a bit of a generic answer and everybody will always probably go to this answer, but it is my mum. My mum has been incredible. Um, I know everybody bigs up the mums and they should do, but she is an absolute inspiration to me, my family. Um, she's somebody who I've looked up to forever. 
Um, my mum battled breast cancer a few years ago um, and thankfully she came through it but whilst you're in her cancer treatment and diagnosis my dad unfortunately has had numerous health ailments over the years he battled epilepsy for the best part of 30 plus years he um, had a stroke back in 2017 uh, sorry 2018 and um, was also diagnosed with vascular dementia throughout that time when dad was battling his dementia and following his recovery from a stroke, it was when my mum was diagnosed also with breast cancer and she actually hid her breast cancer from him to protect him from ever finding out um, how she did that so that she would protect him and not stress him out because that would um, alter his recovery process was incredible and amazing like she literally she was going through chemo she lost her hair and she would sit with a wig on and a hat all day every day in front of my dad so that he knew none the wiser she had a mastectomy again she went through surgery had to stay in hospital and we obviously stepped in to look after dad while she was in hospital but she did everything under the radar so it wasn't to scare and frighten him in his vulnerable state um she's also been was his primary carer for so many years with all his ailments and unfortunately in november last year he was diagnosed with terminal throat cancer and sadly for just over four weeks ago he lost his battle and he sadly passed away um my mum has been an absolute rock to our family and she continues to be so. She has given me the love and support I need, our family needs, and she continues to be that rock even though we're going through probably the hardest thing in our lives right now and we miss dad so much. Um, but in terms of her and her inspiration, she keeps me going because if I can see that she gets up every day and she can do it, so can I and so can the rest of the family. Um, I love her very much. She is an amazing woman and she deserves all the accolades and admiration from us all. Um, my dad would definitely not have survived these later years and months without her constant care and attention. And um, I just I just know that um, he would have been proud of her, the way she's handled herself over these years. And we're all extremely proud of her. So, yeah. And an answer to your question, and I'm sorry, it's long winded. My um, mum is and always will be my inspiration sam i'm currently trying to think how can i hug sam <laughs> via a screen i'm not going to do a seal clap because that didn't work but honestly god i am so proud of you for even just sharing that and getting through that that what uh your mum what a woman and i just clapped yeah. but i'll pass this one else quick 
Yeah. Sam, what's your, Sam, what's your mum called? It, uh, it's Sue. 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 Yeah, a mate. Oh, what a Sue. woman. Love Clap Sue. for Sue. Clap for Sue. What a woman. Amazing. That was beautiful, Sam. Thanks, guys. Sorry, I'm just having a moment. <laughs> no, I'll take your time, my God. On it, if you can take your time, because then I can breathe and think what the next question is. If anyone could see my face right now, I'd be a meme within seconds. Um, well, thank you, Sam, again. That was beautiful um, and empowering. And we love you, Sue. Let's go. Uh, again, we got so many questions. I cannot stress that enough. Like, please stop messaging everyone with all your questions. But I thought instead of picking someone new, I'll go back to Claire because she asked a couple. Um, so Claire, do I say this right? At Claire L. Murnane. She uh, said, what are your next slash future goals? And we have something exciting coming up with the trio that are on this call. So Jodie, Polly and Sam. Let's start with Joe. Can you tell us what you've got coming up as a trio? Yeah, Manchester. So it's Manchester. only oh. in Manchester. Uh, yeah, six weeks. I think six weeks tomorrow. Um, feel, yeah, feel massively underprepared and I'm only doing... I shouldn't say only actually. Simon tells me off all the time when I say I'm only doing this, but you know, um, I'm doing the 10k, so I'm doing the relay as part of a four-team relay. So I'm doing 10k, but it's only six weeks away, and I do feel massively underprepared. I'm not gonna lie, but it doesn't matter, like, because I'm not focused on time whatsoever for me. Just getting to the start line of a race and if I have to walk it like I'll run some of it definitely but I'm, I'm an, under no illusion some of this is going to be walked and that's fine um but yeah I'm going to get for the first time in two, over two years yeah over two years going to be on the start line I'm going to have a number pinned to me and I'm going to do 10k and I'll walk some of it and I'll run some of it but I'm going to do it and I'm going to get a medal at the end and I'm going to get to share it with Simon and Simon's sister and um her partner and I, I cannot wait I've got no expectations other than just get to the start line and that is enough and that is an achievement so yeah that that's my next goal amazing yeah put the seal clap here so let me just <laughs> the, the relay is the four of you do you do like the marathon that everyone is and you're yes. spread out in the four of you a quarter yes. each exactly you, that, yeah and do you pass anything like they do I don't actually I wish they know did. that. That's a good question. And I hope there is some sort of baton that we get to pass, because I'll do it in a really dramatic fashion if we do get to do that. <laughs> but I don't know if we get to do that. But Simon's sister messaged me earlier and she's like, I'm really stressing about logistics, like because there's obviously four of us doing it and she's got two young kids that she's got to ferry about in the mix as well. And she's like, how do we all end up meeting up? Like, where do we meet? Where do we finish? Where do we all get together? And I'm like that's not a problem I need to be thinking about right now or that's somebody else's problem I don't yeah it, it logistically it sounds a bit of a nightmare having all these different starting points because you don't think about that you sign up for this relay and you're like oh god that's amazing like four of us covering the marathon distance amazing but logistically that means you've all got to start someone starts at the beginning and then it's 10k along the course and it's yeah, I'm trying not to think about that part of it. I'm doing the okay. final lap. I'm having the I'm having the glory lap. I'm gonna cross the finish line. 
I was about to say who's got the final because also if you yeah, think obviously. other people you're running next to them they've done a marathon they're low on energy <laughs> yeah. hitting the wall and then you're starting like yay I'm here yeah. I'm so happy to be alive like I don't know it's just so funny and people will be like who the hell is she where's yeah. the energy from yeah good point I've not thought about that actually yeah. I love it embrace it um <laughs> Sam what about you how are you feeling um, well, I'm doing the Manchester uh, relay marathon again, but I'm doing it as a two-person relay with our Paul. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but me and Paul are both doing a half marathon each. So I wish, looking back now, I wish we'd been like we should have just got another two people and done the 10k <laughs> like Joe. Um, not like, and because I've been very underprepared for this. Um, marathon because obviously with everything going on with dad I've just not been in a place to be able to start training so literally this week um Rob's written me a six-week plan and this is my first week that I've completed so yay because it's rest day tomorrow and it's literally the furthest I've ran in weekly mileage for god knows how long um but you know what I absolutely I've enjoyed it and I thought I wasn't going to given what's been going on and I was really scared about going out and being in that headspace on my own doing runs and luckily luckily like Emma uh, bless her she came and joined me for one of my runs in the week and it was lovely um but I was really anxious about doing ones on my own because when when I'm not in a good place mentally I don't like running on my own because my thoughts do do get the best of me um but this week I don't know I've just powered through it and I don't want to get start getting upset again but this this opportunity now to do the marathon is for dad what would he do and he would be if he was physically able to before he had all his ailments he'd have been a runner he'd have been signing up for races and doing it himself so because he's not in a position to anymore I'm going to do it for him so everything from now on end is for dad amazing and what a motivation and power to get you through as well when you're in the moments of I can't do it you most definitely can yeah amazing I'm being really nice. Paul's getting the glory lap, so she gets to come through the end. <laughs> so again, when they're hitting their wall, she's up flying past. Yes. Not even a drop yeah. of sweat yet. Brows on fleek. Uh, so Polly, how are you feeling? Um, honestly, my bat, my bat, my last big run was Manchester Half, which was in October. That's my last big run that I've done, and I've done bits here and there and I've done some gym classes I've done some spinning and I've done some legs bums and tums and I keep thinking it's fine it's fine it's ages away and then like Joe said all of a sudden the realization kicked in and I thought six weeks but I have another half marathon to do two weeks before I've I'm doing the London Landmarks half marathon with JP and two half marathons in in two weeks I don't know how I'm going to cope but I just I knew that me and Sammy would do it together I knew that we'll get each other through it it doesn't matter about timing I just want us both to go out and I want us both to really enjoy the atmosphere I want us to enjoy every second of running 
and I want to be able to celebrate it with her. I want to be able to celebrate it with the Fartlek family, whether you've run 5K, 10K, the full marathon, the half marathon, whatever. To me, it's about that family at the end of the day that we push each other through. We get each other through the tough times. We're there, you know, in the good times. And I've run it for Sammy's dad. I love Sammy's dad dad's name wrote on my bit my babe absolutely we'll run it for your dad sam and we'll do it whether it takes us three hours or six hours or ten hours we'll do it and we'll do it together and that's all that matters oh thank you love you (laughs) why can't we just finish there now i've got to wrap up this session with my nose sudden (laughs) voice like that's so beautiful oh my god well ladies it has been a year and it will be another year till it happens again. But uh, Roundtable has been amazing. And I'll see you at the thank yous. I think for now, Emma, unless there's anything else, we've got to get off to park one. Yep, let's get to, go do park one. Bye. Let's do this. Bye, everyone. Say bye. 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 I love you all. Bye. 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 So that was the round table with the ladies. Uh, it was a great chat. Um, a lot of kind of nice to have some uh, dis- different perspective on things and uh, a very, very kind of raw emotion there from Sammy, who's been going through a lot. Um, yeah, it was great. What did you think, Lou? Wasn't it? What a roller coaster of emotions, starting with like Matthew's Tash. And um, I feel really good after that chat and I hope everyone enjoyed it. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, so next up, now I know it's International Women's Day episode, and so it should be no boys allowed, but people tune in to the part run chat to hear Ben getting angry about purple signs and things like that. So it just didn't seem right to not have him on the episode, um, especially because we went to meet one of the fat like OGs today um, who loves Ben very much. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna interview Ben about Park Run. So how you doing, Ben? Oh. This is a bit strange. You're interviewing me, okay. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, yeah. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great episode so far. Yeah, 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 we've enjoyed it. Yeah, good, good. Okay, so what do you wanna know? Uh where have you been park running this week? Well, you were there, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the listeners need to know. Oh, the li- oh, I thought we were just chatting. Are we, are we recording? Oh, okay, right, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, Ben. I'm here lurking. I'm going to take Matt's approach and just put myself on mute, and that's it. Standards. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll do the role very, very well, just like he does. So, uh, yeah. Um, where did we go? We went, uh, we headed in a different direction this week, a direction that we don't normally venture in unless we're, we're up there for a weekend or a special occasion. But but this was a special occasion. Um, so we found out that Mr. Reluctant to run Park Run, this was his words, uh, about a year ago, uh, OG Fartlight family member, as Emma said, uh, Mr. Neil Marshall, we found out that he would be running his 50th park run this weekend. So, uh, didn't we? So we, uh, we we just couldn't resist heading up to the northeast to go park running with him and uh, celebrate him and uh, celebrate his 50th. And uh, apparently we're to blame for him getting out of bed on a Saturday morning these days when he never used to and uh, 
And we're also to blame for his tourism because he likes to travel around now and uh, he's done 30 different venues before today. So I didn't dare drag him to one that he'd already done before. So we spoke in the week, didn't we? And we decided to go to a new venue for all of us, uh, which was a little bit south for him, but very northeast for us. So we got up early this morning and we drove to, as I would say, it, Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to the to the standard human being, it's known as Middlesbrough. Um, and we went to Stuart Park Run in Middlesbrough. And uh, it was a lovely park run. Um, it was a very big park. It was not very far. You go up the A1 onto the A19 if you're coming from south. Um, and then it's a short journey across the A174. Not that anybody really knows many roads, but it's part of my job, so I, I love road names. Um, Sado. Um, and yeah, as soon as you're off the 174, it's just there on your right hand side. It's like I say, it's a lovely big park. It's got free parking. We got there for half eight. Neil was already there. He'd uh, gone to scope out the start and the volunteers, um, where the purple sign was. He said he was tempted to hide it from me before I got there, but he didn't get a chance. Um, and it wasn't just Neil that we met either. Um, when we put the socials on where we were going on Friday, we had the very lovely Alana message us, Alana Healy, uh, Park Run Cup entrance. Uh, she messaged and she said, listen, I was I was going here with a little gang of my friends, but now we know you're in the area, we, we've got to come and say hello. So it was lovely to see Alana and her little gang, Meg, and her partner. And her partner's name, M, was? I can't remember. Can oh, I, remember? I can't. I can't. That's why I put you on the spot. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Alana's partner. Um, it was a lovely chat. Um, so there was a good little gang of us there. And... Yeah, Stuart Parker on itself, the volunteers were great. I went up to the volunteers beforehand because because when we decided we were going, we saw it was pace a week. Uh, I hadn't done pacing at Parkrun for a long time and going to a new Parkrun and offering to pace is a bit strange because I don't know the course. So, But I still thought, well, I'll, I'll put myself down for a time that, that's going to be comfortable, whatever the course. Um, so I put my name down. I did. Uh, I was pacing 22 minutes, so I, I went up to them beforehand and I was like, hi, I'm pacing 22 minutes. Uh, um I said, once we've done the run, um, we're going to take some pictures, blah, blah, blah. And, and it, somehow the, the conversation diverted to the podcast and the run director knew about the podcast, which was which was good. He, he'd heard of What the Fartlek. Mm-hmm. Um, he recognised the hoodie that Neil Marshall was wearing. I didn't get his name, but I can get that off the Park Run uh, website and find out who he is. He, he says he sees us on Instagram, so uh, I should really have asked him what his name was on Instagram, followed him. But uh, yeah, he was happy to see us. Uh, he was happy that the podcast was there. We've even had a mention in the uh, in his run report thing that he does. That's good. The word's spreading. That's what we like to see. Yeah, all the way up in Middlesbrough. Um, so anyway, we've not even got to the run yet. So we all, we all huddled around the map of the world. Uh, the map of the real world is uh, it's a huge circular concrete base and on it it's got points for different places uh, around the world um, designed like an, like you would see the map of the world but just without all the finer detail and we all huddled on there Neil Marshall got his shout out but I don't think he heard it because uh, 
the run director had angled the speaker away from the crowds, the loudspeaker. So <laughs> it's almost it's almost as if the loudspeaker was telling everyone else in the park what was happening, but not the people who were actually doing the park run, which is a bit strange. But I'm, I'm not going to criticise him because he said he's going to give it a listen. So uh, lovely park run. Um, <laughs> um, great, for, great uh, pre-run briefing. Um and then that was it. We were off and uh, we'd been warned about a hill, hadn't we? First, mm, yeah. First, it's, first, go on. It's just not a hill, is it? It wasn't a hill. So we we were told in the first time as briefing that there would be a hill um, near the middle of the lap. And I said, bear in mind, we're from Yorkshire. We know what a hill is. He's like, oh, you, you won't find it like a Yorkshire hill, but it's a hill. It wasn't a hill at all. There was next to no elevation in it um i remember running around the first lap thinking right i need to be a bit ahead of pace because if it's coming about halfway around this lap i need to i'll probably have to slow down up the hill so people can keep up and no no it just there was no sign of a big hill but it was a lovely park run all on tarmac a little bit twisty um two laps uh with a hill in each lap but it wasn't a hill it felt like there was a lot of downhill so we must have climbed a little bit somewhere but it was so broken up it was uh it just made it feel easy like a really fast course i'd i'd, I'd have loved to have um actually raced that one because even though there was a slight incline in it i think it's a really fast course um but although me and neil weren't really paying attention so i ran with neil and we lined up at the start, but we were so far back and they've got like an actual funnel for the the start. And we were so far back in the crowd and we just could not get moving. It was. Yeah. So if you do want to go for a timer, I say it at most power runs, but definitely on this one, get near the front. Mm. Yeah. 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 You were telling me about that afterwards and it, it did look a bit chaotic. And yeah, we set off all guns blazing and pacing 22 minutes and uh the 28 minute pacer was ahead of me because we, <laughs> we got about 400 meters in and the 28 minute pacer was still ahead of me. I was like, what's, what's happening here? Uh, am I doing this wrong? Is my watch wrong? I'm like, nope, nope. I'm def I'm definitely running quite fast here and he's not running 28 minute pace. Uh, <clears throat> so that was good fun, but the park itself was lovely. Like I say, twisty, you run around, a, you run around a little pond, you run up through the woods Um the marshals were all really friendly. It was well signposted. Uh, it was one where they have kilometre markers on the way round. Um, so that was that was good to see. That that helped with working out the pacing on the way round. And and yeah, it was it was just generally a lovely park run. And and you finished in the courtyard. Mm. Uh, nice big funnel on the courtyard. And the original plan was just to pace, and then we could all go straight for breakfast. But a plea went out on uh, Thursday night, I think it was, for barcode scanners. Um, so you know me, I don't, I never resist the the urge to do a bit of barcode scanning. So I thought, go on, I'll I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll be a double high vis hero for the day. So so yeah, it's still in my pacing vest. I chucked a high vis on and uh, scanned a load of people as well. And, uh, what did you think to your uh, pacing vest? It was very cute. <laughs> you mean my my crop top? Mm. It was very much a crop top, wasn't it? It was. Uh, you, you go to park runs and you pace them, and then some of them have got these blue ones with printed numbers on the back, like proper park run vest. But these these seem to have have their own luminous crop tops that we had to wear. So it, it, 
if if yeah, it didn't come down past my belly button, did it? It was that small and tight. Um, it was uh, maybe maybe it was appropriate for Women International Women's Week. I wore a bra at Parkrun this week, so yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe. So so yeah, so I, I barcode scanned, and uh, as soon as everyone had finished, um, we tapped out, didn't we? I tapped out, and uh, and then it was purple sign picture time, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, I feel like uh, Alana and Neil. I mean, Neil's been at Parkrun with us before, but I feel like Alana got the full purple sign experience. Um, so you moved the sign a little bit for our fixtures, didn't you? And a then, little bit. Mm, plus, we had to walk out of the courtyard and into the park. So yep. Now, in my, in my defence here, it, it, I did move it a good 100, 200 metres away from where it was positioned just to get a better backdrop. But because the run director was such a nice guy and he'd heard the podcast, he was like, yeah, yeah, you fine. I said to him, can I move the purple sign afterwards to go and take a picture? He was like, yeah, you're fine. So why is it then that you got into trouble with the police? <laughs> there was a couple of, uh, there was a heavy police presence in the park this morning. That's something we've not mentioned yet. Um, and we couldn't work out why. There was a There was a riot van in the park and then there was, little groups of coppers walking around in twos and uh, I mean there didn't look to be anything going off did there but the only thing that we saw and a lot I think Alana saw as well there was some uh, guys on kind of like dirt bikes with balaclavas on so whether the police were trying to catch them but you know the police were on foot and they were on bikes so they didn't seem to be getting very far with it that's the only thing that I saw that it could possibly be I, I didn't even see that. I just I just thought it was very strange that there was a bunch of coppers walking around the park for park run. So I thought maybe someone had uh, pre-warned them that I'm gonna I'm gonna potentially pinch or move the purple sign. So that was the joke anyway. That's what you lot teased and said that they were there to make sure that I uh, I didn't steal the purple sign. But uh, and then we thought we'd take it one step further and we're like, well, why don't you just see if you can get a picture of one of these one of the police with the purple sign and you know me i'm not one to uh, shy away from a challenge so uh, i spoke to spoke to a copper and i said listen uh, do you mind taking a photo for me i said uh, <laughs> i said but what i want to do though is i'm going to pick up this sign and make it look like i'm about to run off with it and i want to i want you to look like you're gonna try and catch me <laughs> Not that he could have anyway, he's too slow. Um, and 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 as soon as I said I was going to do something like that, he was like, no, no, I, ca- I can't do that. I can't do that. You, you can't take a picture of me doing that. I I'm, said, a, I'm a sergeant. I, so. said, I said, why not? And he goes, I'm, I'm the sergeant, so I, I can't be seen to be doing anything like that. So he instantly turns around to his colleague and he's like, whatever, I, d- I didn't hear a name. It was a lady and he's like, you can do it. He's like, come over here. You can, you can do this. <laughs> she was a good sport. She was a really good sport. In fact, I haven't shown Benny yet because I forgot, but I actually videoed it while Neil, while Neil was taking pictures of it. So oh. we'll, we'll have Ben in action, pretending to steal a purple sign. Yeah, it was classic. Yeah, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, we got a purple sign pictures. Any 5K apps challenges for you today? Uh, got an S for the snakes. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, S for snakes. That's eight for me now. Six for you. Uh, I didn't get any position bingo or stopwatch, but Neil, because Neil originally had said he wanted to start higher up the pack and see if he could get one of his lower position bingo numbers. 
And then he ran with me and we got stuck in the crowd and it, it just left it to chance and he got position bingo and he got stopwatch bingo. So sometimes you just got to leave it to chance. Bonus. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I got nothing. I uh, I made my own parkrun achievement up today other than getting the S and, and date bingo. I also achieved a, a, a Nelson cow. A what? A Nelson cow. A cow, a cow named Nelson. Is there something about cricket? Yeah. Do, well, do you want me to explain what a Nelson is first? <laughs> no, no, we've, no, we've all been traumatised by that. Are you sure? <laughs> so in cricket, there, there's a... No, there's a, uh, no. So what, what do you actually mean? So you've done you've done 111 different parks. You got it. You got it. Okay. There you go. So I've done 111 different park runs now, one on one. So that's like the that's like the Nelson Challenge. Now the Nelson Challenge is all about cricket. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just let me talk about cricket. Um, Okay, I won't talk about cricket. So I got my hundred and eleven, and then I ended up gassing to the run director for a while, didn't I? And you lot had all scurried off, and I'm I turned around, and there was you were nowhere to be seen. It was cold. Uh, it It was cold, and the purple sign pictures took a very long time. And we all wanted to go get warm and get some breakfast. Oh, the photographer. We, ca- we can't not oh, mention the I photographer. Know. She was brilliant. She was. She understood the assignment. I showed her the camera angle. I lined it up. But she did something that I've never seen before. And I got quite excited, actually. Um, so she took the original pictures and she goes, that might be a little bit dark. And then she still holding the phone. She like pulled it down to her left hand side and swooshed it round that can be the only way I can describe it swooshed it round and then lifted it back up and she's like oh that's much better and she took it again and it kept, I've looked at them and it's come out a lot lighter and she tried to explain it to us she said it puts it back into focus and it brightens it but me and Neil were just looking at her like why is she just waving the phone around like I don't understand what she's doing but I've, I don't know I mean, she was great. I mean, to, to have a photographer of that level that understood the assignment, the board around it, it's central, blah, blah, blah. But then to also be able to adapt the the camera to make it come out better and sharper and more focused. Oh, she was brilliant. And then she started chatting to me afterwards, didn't she? I started chatting to her about Gateshead Half Marathon and she's like, I'm not looking forward to running 20K. I said, it's it's 21.1K. <laughs> <laughs> she told me off at that point. She, she, I don't think she fully realised that it was 21.1k. So that scared her a little bit. But she was lovely. And uh, off she wandered. And off you lot had wandered while I was talking to the run director. Uh, so how many breakfasts did you have this week? Four. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, um, the cafe there. The cafe was all right. It was very busy. It was only small. Um, there were like two seater tables all the way around. But because... I'd been scanning and we'd been messing about with purple sign pictures afterwards. It was very full by the time we got there. And, uh, yeah, we had to grab two separate tables and they didn't do anything like a full English, did they? But they did do breakfast. Uh, what word can I call it? Here? Call it a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast. Sa- sandwich is breakfast pretty- bun. I think they called it a breakfast bun, but I didn't want to say BAP or Sarni or mm. call it a breakfast sandwich. So we all had breakfast Sarnies, didn't we? Um, and they were all right. The bread wasn't the best, uh, but the filling was nice. Good sausage, bacon, egg, big ketchup on there. Just the one for me this week. There were no freebies going. I held my table number aloft when she shouted it out so that 
she knew exactly what the order was for and uh, who it's for etc and yeah we had a good natter didn't we we had a good natter with neil and alana and her gang and uh and yeah it was a lovely morning great morning weather was great park room was great volunteers were great free parking's always great it was great it was it was great great um <laughs> um and yeah i loved it what what did you think of that review matty uh lou no Sorry, I really enjoyed it and I like a loft. I've never heard of that before. I held it a loft. But main point, Ben, can I just say, I actually really enjoyed the Nelson Challenge fact about 111 on the episode. Oh, good. As a listener. I, do you want to recap? Um, I do, but I feel like maybe the listeners might want it to be private. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sure? That, that could be a little bedtime story for you, Lou. <gasps> Yes, on next week's episode, Ben tells us about Nelson Challenge. Oh. It'll definitely put you to sleep. <laughs> Would you rather listen to Ben talking about a Nelson Challenge or <laughs> save that one up for, uh, I'll send that one through to Statman John at some point. Yes, who uh, isn't me? We've verified that earlier. Yeah, we, it's definitely not. Uh, well, it can't be low, can it? Statman John's a man and and lose a lose a woman. So. Of course, exactly. he's my uncle. So so what? Right. Oh, that makes sense. Um. So, Patron Cup. What's happening with Patron Cup? Well, we saw Patron Cup, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We did the uh, we did the live draw on Saturday night, and the the final twenty six, not final, but the the twenty six uh, who made it through round two uh, have now been drawn out of the hat in round three. And yet again, we've got some interesting, uh, interesting ties, some close ties. Um, it's great to see that we've still got three core members still in. Uh, we have, who do we have? Paul McWherter, McPaulie. McPaulie's still in, so that's that's great to see. Uh, we've got John Pickup, and we've got uh, we've got the OG JP, Mr. Jack Penfold. I know he absolutely went out and smashed it again. He did, yeah, yeah. speedy. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he he ran really, really, really well. Um, he's he's on fire at the minute. So uh, yeah, we 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 love uh, old Jackie, and it's good to see him in, and it's good to see how many PBs there were. There were uh, another ten all-time PBs in round two, weren't there? So let's see how many uh, all-time PBs we can we can get out of people in round three. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited! It starts this weekend, round uh, week one of round three. So. Yeah, another three exciting weeks. Let's see how many people go out early and put their efforts in. Or like this week, quite a lot of people did it uh, in the last week, which is always fun to watch because uh, you get people who have put their effort in and then they're stressing all all week thinking, I can't put an effort in. But if my opponent puts it in and beats me, I'm out. And I had a few messages uh, last week, if you remember, from people uh, saying, what, what what's my opponent on and how are they running? And do you know if they're going to run this weekend? And uh, yeah, it was quite fun. but. Uh, yeah, Parkrun Cup, it's uh, chugging along nicely. And uh, yeah, yeah, are we get, getting ever closer to uh, to the final? And uh, let's see how it goes. But yeah, there you go. Cool. Well, thank you, Ben. I will see you next week. Uh, I will see you after we've recorded the podcast. But yeah, I'll see you next week to record Parkrun as normal with Rob. So what's next? So now we've got the roll call 
uh, with a difference. We've got somebody new doing the roll call, somebody completely new to uh, the podcast, I think, Lou. Yeah, how exciting. I've never heard of this person before Jack said the other week. Um, so very excited about that. And thank you, Ben, also. And what a brilliant live. If you missed it, make sure you watch it on Insta. Hashtag. I don't know why I said hashtag. I just thought that sounded more professional. <laughs> just It's just lingo that we use in the Instagram world. Yeah, because we're cool and hip and maybe I've had a birthday and aged. Uh, but that's it. Thank you, Ben. No problem. Thanks for having me. And well done, girls. Oh, that's ladies. OK, then. All right. Let's head over to the roll call. Hello, lads. Hello, ladies. Hello, Emma. Oh, no. I'm, uh, I'm here. I've been asked to come on by SMJ. My name is SM Jan. I'm SMJ's cousin, and uh, I'm happy to be on this week doing the roll call, so I think there's a song. Roll call, roll call. Who are you going to call, roll call? Roll call. That's it. I'm here to do the roll call. Thank you. So, uh, Emma, hey, oh, no, no. No, I'm SM Jan, so, uh, Ben, how you doing, my lad? You're a very, very handsome lad. That's all i got to say on the matter. Um, also, there was a would you rather bollocks, I've forgotten it. From Adam Brownie underscore runs. He asked, Would you rather? And it was a bit late for the uh, old girls. One of my own, as I am a female. Uh, it is, Would you rather? So I'll ask myself, Would you rather always sneeze or always fart? Oh! Uh, well, let me tell you, I've never sneezed a day in my life. And I do always fart. I've been doing it continuously. For the last one minute thirty-five. There's your answer, my lad. I'll continue to fart. So let's get on with this roll call, shall we? Boys, girls, ladies, men, Ben. <laughs> oh yeah, I like those nipple hairs. Right, let's get into it. <sighs> no distractions. At swim run Matt, he said some Rasselbock B. Why you volunteering on Saturday? Smiley emoji face. Thank you. Swim run Matt. Then we've got at run underscore brothers underscore run. Round two, baby! Exclamation mark. Ready for my face off with Adam in round three. Flame emoji. Oh wow. Then we've got at Paul Griffiths. Big shout out to Kathy for being the best crew ever. Praying hands emoji or high five emoji. No one quite knows. Then we've got at 3D Jamie. I top the Elevation League on the WTF Strava group. Star eyes emoji. Congrats. We love Elevation. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, then we've got at Derek Goes Running. Not wilding myself at Cambridge Half, but Hayley doing good, taking a chunk off her PP. Wow, what a man, thank you. 
at Hayley underscore runs underscore here. Cambridge Half Marathon. Woohoo! Massive shout out to Derek for his support. Oh, look at that. You're one by one, side by side always. Cambridge and here. Lovely stuff. Then we got at Pike Club Runner Stephen. I got to meet you all at Rother Valley. Also, I did my fastest 5K since my injury in 2021. Did they know they met you? Or did you meet them in secret? Whilst hiding. Who knows? Congrats, though. That's fantastic. That's Simon Don to score runs and ease. I smashed another 16 awesome miles out. Seven weeks until London and looking forward to crushing it. Crush! Then oh. we got at Dumb Witness. February was my first ever plus 100 mile month. Brackets only just realised. So have I. Thanks for sharing the news. And we've got at Mrs. Blackwell 84. My daughter Ellie got a huge puck from PB. Knocking over 90 seconds off her last PB. Dot V. Proud. As am I, Mrs. Blackwell. As am I. Oh, here you are again. At Mrs. Blackwell 84. The worst pace half marathon of my life. Sideways laughing emoji face. But my second fastest. So yay me. <laughs> yes. Then we've got at Gazitude, Chester 50, dot, 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 bailed on the Park One Cup. Nervous face emoji! At, here he is again, Adam Brownie underscore runs. Well done to everyone that ran, raced, or drank this weekend, lads and ladies. He knows. Thanks for the would you rather. Oh, here you are again. Made me jump. Adam Brownie run, underscore runs, smashed a new PB at Park Run, two three dot dot one three, and into round three, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> Too much saliva left me just then. At Gale Seal, new PB over 20 miles at Essex 20 on Sunday. Feeling more confident for London now. That's it, my gal. That's it. Then we got at MBT full stop underscore runs. North links half. Four minute PB. One, three, one, three, two. Couldn't be happier with a smiling emoji face. That is beautiful. At Al underscore run no one. Nada. But well done to dash PG, comma, Lisa, comma, Wayne, comma, Hayley, comma, Karen, comma, everyone smashing races. Three love hearts round a face emoji. And that's everybody. If you could leave me out some uh, music from New York, a special like that, JP. It's all I ask for. I understand you've got some good calves. But I'm a fan of Paul, so I ain't going to say a word about them. See you later, everybody. This has been SM Jan. <laughs> Well, that was weird. Uh, I don't know if that was Statman Jan or Statman John pretending to be Statman Jan. Um, but uh, thanks, Jan. That was so weird. I felt really uncomfortable the whole time. And I doubt anyone's still listening. But let's hope they are. <laughs> because I feel like I can hear some little sniggles if we still got 
Paul, Sam, and Aju. Yay! Yeah, we're yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back. 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 Yay! Thank you. <laughs> um, what are we doing now? Oh, we're here to say thank you, aren't we? Sorry, Emma, I interrupted. It's fine. Yeah, we just got the thank yous now. So, um, who's going to start? Sammy? Like, yeah. Okay, um, so thank yous. We've got uh, Graham Lindley, um, our amazing um, theme tune. Um, Oh, what's the word? Da, 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 da. Well, I wrote the theme tune, but he plays the theme tune. That's it. A musician. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you for your amazing rendition of our uh, lovely theme tune. OK, then. Uh, next up, Polly. Who do you want to thank? I think we should thank the boys. I think we should thank Rob, Matt, JP, Jack, Ben, Paul Mac and a definite big shout out for our SM Jen. How about <laughs> you, Joe? Well, I think we should thank the newsletter gang. Paul, Claire, Jamie and Nick. Well done, guys. You're doing an absolute sterling job and we all appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. How about you, Lou? Well, this is his third time of a thank. What does he just want to be on the episode? Thank you, Paul <laughs> Mac, for the website. <laughs> does the man do everything? Um, have I missed anyone? Emma? Um, just got to thank you, lovely ladies, for coming on and sharing your lives and your experiences with us. It's been a fab episode, so thank you very much. Thank you to you oh, too. Thanks, I've enjoyed it. Thanks. And then, yeah, what have we got? So it's more where can anybody find us if they want to listen next week? It will be very different. It'll be back to the boys. I will be back for Parkrun chat. But you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. We've got a website, whatthefartlick.com. You can get in touch via the email at whatthefartlick at gmail.com. Um, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Music. Um, We're yeah, everywhere. so left loop. Yeah, we are everywhere. You can't get away from us. <laughs> um, next week's guest. So next yes, week, who's that? we've got Rich from Ultra Running, um, talking all about their brand and their running shoes. Uh, he's a uh, a runner himself a big advocate for their shoes so yeah uh, we'll hear all about that nice uh, I of course won't be back because I won't be on till next year but um, what else if people are desperate <laughs> with all those questions they sent us honestly I can't believe it they might want to find us and send questions direct so let's go Polly where can people find you on Instagram rather than in real life you uh, you find me on Instagram at time to get fit underscore ish. Nice. And Sam? Uh, you can find me at Sam underscore runs underscore hitchmo. I like it. Joe, can we find you? I am at now underscore then underscore Marde underscore boob. Ooh. I am the boobies. Um <laughs> How did it been this long? And it's the first time we've said boobies. I am at sweat underscore much. And Emma, I'd like to find you. How would I do that? 
As soon as you say boobies, I just want to go, lads. Um, you can find me at MJJ85. So, yeah, I think that's it. So, what have we got left to do? We just need something silly to end with. So, I'm going to say pick Polly to finish it off. All I've got to say is that chill up, guys. <laughs> oh my god that's like the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> never heard it before never heard that one. ending bye 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 bye, bye. bye.